0: Hello friends and welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to learn about long-term health and fat loss and how their body really works. I am your host, I am Shemaine Linney. I am a fitness and nutrition expert, certified iridologist and biohacker. I hope you're keeping really well on this Saturday afternoon. Yes, I am recording this right now. And we'll be sharing it really soon on February 13th. So it's the weekend of love. And I hope you're all feeling very loved up. The sun is out here in Airdrie and it's just lovely. I just love the sun so much. And this week's podcast episode is all about love for the week slash weekend that is in it. We're going to look at the importance of love and how it affects your body and your brain and maybe some negative effects that you want to look out for. I think in this time of our lives, for at least the last year, more and more of us need love than ever. So embracing any love that comes your way is going to be a great support for you during these uncertain times and i hope this episode helps you maybe go out and look for some love if you're not in love already Um, So I really hope you enjoy this, but before I go on, I must emphasize that the information in these podcast episodes is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please do consult your healthcare practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. So happy Valentine's weekend, Valentine's 2021 and right now you should be feeling lots of love in the air, especially that the cold temperatures have lifted and we're moving into spring and the days are getting longer and we have so much to look forward to, so much to be thankful for Um, and of course All the love that's in the air with this weekend as it is. And we have recognized in culture the power of love for centuries, for ever since the beginning of time. Even the oldest written love song discovered to date um, speaks of love, and it comes from 2000 BC. One of the lines, goes as follows. You have captivated me. Let me stand trembling before you. And that is from the love song for Shinshu, which dates approximately 2000 BC, like I said. we Everywhere we look, we see some examples of reference to love. We look at poetry. We look at floral expressions and arrangements. We look at the faces of our loved ones movies so many romantic movies and rom-coms and then our music very much all expresses some sort of love so as they say love is all around Um, and even if cupid's arrow didn't strike you quite that hard recently you (coughs) excuse me most of us have being in love at one stage and you will know the feelings that come with being in love and falling in love and meeting someone new that makes your heart flutter um, but why does it do that why do we feel so good when we fall in love Why does love, not even falling in love, but just loving someone really special or loving your new baby or your new puppy or whatever it is, why does it make us feel so good? Well, there are many benefits to being in love and love is very important. It is part of our survival. If we didn't have love, the human race would not have survived this long. There would have been almost zero desire to procreate and reproduce so love and protect our loved ones protect our kids so they could live long enough that they could reproduce themselves so there's a lot to be said for love it is probably one of our most basic of instincts and not the same that we need food and water for survival but love definitely has its place there in survival of the species. Well we're going to go ahead and look at some of the benefits or what happens to us when we experience love and why do we need love. So how it impacts our body and our brain. Um, And love Our body firstly in many different ways whether it makes you feel butterflies in your tummy or you get that cold sweaty palms when you're about to meet someone that you recently fell in love with or all those happy thoughts and dreams that you have but they will all show up in your body because one of love's effects on our body is making us feel passion and not just for the other person, but passion for life. But part of this is obviously the hormones that come into play. So the main ones there would be our androgens. So our androgens are our sex hormones and that includes testosterone, which is our main one associated with passion. And testosterone increases your desire for sex with the person you love. And that brings us back to that reproduction and survival of the human race. So when we have this boost in testosterone, we want to have more sex which can lead to a cycle that also reinforces the release of oxytocin and dopamine and oxytocin and dopamine you will uh, most of you will recognize as or have heard of these hormones as your feel-good hormones um, and we'll look a little bit more at them in a while But when we have this feeling of passion and love and we boost all of these hormones, they only get further enhanced as that passionate love develops into a committed relationship. And that's where we see the benefits go further than just the survival and the sex and the passionate aspect of things we see more long-term benefits start to align especially when we're in that longer term committed relationship and I'm sure many of us know that older couple that have been together forever and they still are crazy about each other and they fully understand each other and support each other and they just get each other and we all know someone like that. And these are the types of people that can experience benefits like decreased risk of heart disease, lower blood pressure, improved immune health, faster recovery from illness, and longer lifespan. There is research, and before I go on, if you want links to anything I quote here, any studies to reference, say, the lower blood pressure or the longer heart's lifespan, please do reach out to me. You can email me through my website, shemayensmodelhealth.com, or you can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram too. But when we look at longevity, there is research that compared the death rate for single people to the death rate for people who are married or lived with their partners for a long time. And the review found evidence to suggest that single people had a much higher risk for early death. Um, And that was shockingly 24% according to some of the studies. Um, There was also, um, and this really comes home with me right now, a dear friend of mine had um, open heart surgery on Tuesday. Um, and he is the nicest, sweetest man, and he is with his wife forever and a day, and they love each other so much, and they get each other. But he had heart bypass on Tuesday, and now this 2012 study of 225 adults who had coronary artery bypass Also, found evidence suggesting love can lead to a longer life. People who are married when they had the surgery were 2.5 times more likely to still be living 15 years later. So, high marital satisfaction increased this rate. Further, So the happier you were in your marriage and the more loved and supported you felt and the more content. So pretty much everything was perfect. So people who reported to feeling somewhat perfect in their marriage were 3.2 times more likely to still be living than those who were less satisfied. That is crazy. So other benefits that the body can feel when we are in love or starting to fall in love is pain relief so there was one study that looked at 15 adults in romantic relationships and they established within the previous nine months the participants experienced moderate to high levels of thermal pain while doing one of three things Responding to a word association prompt to reduce pain from previous looking at a photograph of an attractive acquaintance looking at a photograph of their romantic partner. They reported less pain both when completing the distracted task and when looking at a photo of their partner. So that study I'm happy to send to you but basically when we think... Of a loved one so not just a romantic partner a loved one we experience less pain when exposed to pain um, so then when we look at how does the brain act when we experience love and this brings us back to those oxytocin and dopamine hormones that I mentioned so lots there in the body and there's a lot more between the goosebumps and making your skin tingle and making you smile a lot and sing out loud and all that other good stuff that happens when you fall in love and they can mostly be associated with what happens in your brain so of course many of us don't think of our brain as being the first organ to get impacted when we fall in love but it pretty much is Um, so the brain changes triggered by love affect your mood and behavior and of course we know this but some effects linger long past the first kind of rush of love continuing to strengthen your commitment over time So what are we looking at here? Well, some of the major effects that happen to your brain when you experience love, um, you obviously get that kind of giddy, childlike, over-the-moon kind of feeling. So that's euphoria. Um, And euphoria can be traced totally back to that neurotransmitter dopamine. And this is your brain's um, reward, feel-good hormone. This is this hormone, believe it or not, actually helps you sleep better. So if you can boost dopamine right before bed, chances are you're going to have a better sleep. But your brain's reward system relies on this very important chemical, not just for love, but for everything in life. Um, but there are some proven aspects of life that have been t- proven to um get better when we have a lot of dopamine running through our system um so when we experience dopamine we generally are more equipped to make good decisions in life with our health with our family with our relationship we're also usually more committed to whatever we have decided to show up for commit to um And some things that can boost this hormone even more, not looking at herbs, not looking at supplements, there are a few including chaseberry, but eating for one, eating certain foods can boost dopamine. Because, of course, certain foods like sugars and carbs and cupcakes, they boost serotonin, which in return can boost dopamine. Um, but another one is listening to music. I know we all have this, these few songs that just make our heart flutter. I know I do. I was saying to my sister last night, check out this piece of piano music. It's, it's just like, oh, my heart. I just love that song. Then, of course, there's having sex and being close to someone that you love. That's going to boost dopamine. And then there's just seeing people you love. And this is so important. And this is a big problem, dare I say, around the whole masking agenda these last few months. Seeing someone you love, hugging them, seeing them smile, seeing the twinkle in their eye, seeing their eyes just widen and light up when they see you and that energy that's passed from both of you as you embrace each other. That feeling and seeing of someone you love with no limitations in regards to a mask getting in the way or six feet really plays a big part in our hormonal cycle and our overall health. But moving on, simply thinking about the object of your affection may be enough to trigger a dopamine release kind of like when I think about Purdies, I think and I can't back this up because I haven't tested it with blood or anything, but I think I do get a slight dopamine release when I think about purdys. Um, but I, oh you know what? For sure, when I see my clients like happy, when I see them celebrate, I definitely get that dopamine because it's that feeling of pleasure. So I suppose we could add that to eating, listening to music, sex, seeing people you love. Helping people feel good would be another point there. Um, and you get that reward feeling in your brain Um, and researchers believe that this cycle of this reward system plays a huge part in the mating behavior which to me I'd be like yeah that's kind of obvious because obviously you're going to want to mate more if you have all these lovely hormones running around and you're feeling all happy and fluffy and passionate but what else happens in your brain well When we are in love and then we slowly get more comfortable into those long-term relationships we obviously get that dopamine shifting into the field of attachment and security. And this is where we see our oxytocin levels start to surge. So then our oxytocin starts to boost those feelings of attachment and safety and trust even more. And this is why you probably feel comfortable and relaxed in the company of a loved one or a partner especially once your love makes it past kind of that early honeymoon rush phase then these feelings seem to get even stronger after touching and hugging and cuddling and kissing and sex so that's why that oxytocin hormone is nicknamed the love hormone because it gets boosted One recommendation I have made to my clients in the past when they are extremely stressed and inflamed is I will recommend And the majority of my clients are female. I do have some men, but the majority are female. So I will recommend, hey, can you go and try to have some sex tonight and make sure that you orgasm? When we orgasm, we get this huge release of oxytocin which then pushes down. So it spins down stress hormones really fast, which pushes down your inflammation and then, of course, promotes sleep and healing and repair from there. So that's another thing is um, orgasms can really be beneficial for boosting that oxytocin hormone along with the cuddling and the kissing and the hugging and all that. Um, When we move on from those feelings of attachment and security and trust, and then as a byproduct that reduced inflammation and lower stress levels, um, we see that when people are in love, the brain tends to be not as stubborn not as reluctant to compromise or making sacrifices if anything depending on the sacrifice some of us are a bit more motivated especially if we're starting to date someone new we may be more motivated to stick to say a new diet or fat loss campaign because we want to look our best for this new person and I know it's not all about how you look but this is what we do Um, So those sacrifices can range from small, like going um, without a meal to lose some weight or even going with a certain paint in the kitchen instead of the paint that you really like, to life-altering sacrifices. There can be some really big sacrifices that get made when you're in love. Um, For example, you might move across the country even to a different country to support your partner in their lifestyle decisions or their career. And then as your love and relationship flourishes, you might find yourself more willing to make sacrifices. Um, And it's it's believed this happens because partners tend to become more synced up. Thanks to that, well, partly thanks to that, is our vagus nerve, which I've spoke a lot about. And your vagus nerve begins at the nape of your neck and goes right down your body, kind of like a tree. It spreads out across your body and also into your tongue. Um, But it plays a role in everything from your facial expressions to the rhythm of your heart. And there are suggestions that partners vagal circadian rhythms or clocks can't sync up to align with each other and this alignment can help you notice um when they feel sad or distressed so there's that instinct there's that um what people will say is they feel they are an empath when they can feel when someone is out of sync or upset or sad. Well, this is kind of like that alignment with partners. They can, their energies will reflect because their circadian clocks are so well in line with each other. Um, and since it's only natural to want to keep someone you love from experiencing pain... You then, of course, might choose to sacrifice something to help them and make them feel better. You also then, with your brain being in love, you constantly have thoughts of this person no matter what. Everywhere you look, even in your dream, you can't get them out of your head. It can be enjoyable, but can also be very annoying, especially when you're trying to focus on an important task, maybe with a new business. Um, But then we also have less stress less stress can be attributed to those dopamine and oxytocin hormones of course Um, but there may be less stress in not having to look for a partner not feeling alone having someone to understand you and have your back and support you so that companionship can take a lot of stress away from other people um and then of course we could look at the other side of that, depending on the relationship. And I don't, I'm don't, i in no position to comment whether or not this is a good or a bad thing. But the other side of that can be your stress associated with jealousy. If the relationship starts to go down a path of uncertainty or mistrust, then there may be some jealousy. Um, and it's a natural emotion. That can help you pay more attention to your needs and feelings, but it can also be detrimental to a relationship as well. So we do have that stress, but if jealousy comes in there, we may see the stress arise again. One tip is if you do notice jealous feelings, um, first remind yourself they're normal and then maybe talk to your partner about them. Um, and try and understand, help them understand how you're feeling and why you may be feeling that. It could be stemming from an event in the past or an old relationship, but if if I believe if it's true love and the partner really, really loves you, then they will do whatever they can to help you get past those feelings of jealousy and vice versa. So those there's a lot of effects of love on both your body and your brain and that's not even getting into a lot of the science of it but those in themselves should be motivation enough for you to look for love somewhere love your home make yourself a beautiful space love your business love your kids love your partner love your just love as much as you can but if we look at all the positives of love then we must look at the negatives as well. When we think of the negatives of love, we're thinking of heartbreak and tears and upset, um, even lovesick. Um, And these words just remind us that love doesn't always feel amazing. Amazing. Uh, Having an awareness of love's less than positive effects can make it easier to keep an eye out for them so they don't cause you too much harm or issues even with your health further down the line. So we do want to have an awareness because sometimes in the beginning we're in love and then, as they say, love can blind us and maybe that love's not the right thing for us especially if it's making us sick and not feel good and making life harder for us every day so we looked at that stress in regards to jealousy Um, when we look at long-term relationships the stress can tend to decrease over time but that really depends on the relationship and how stable it is and i believe the history of the relationship too. some things can happen in the history of relationship and no matter how much you want to try and get past them and make things work the damage has been done and it can't be undone Um, and that can cause some stress so um if you can't get anything done because you're waiting anxiously for the next bit of bad news or um You're wondering why they haven't called or whatever. Again, you may want to discuss that with them. But maybe reassess what's going on in the relationship overall. And then in regards to physical, like your body symptoms, when we look at the negatives. Well, firstly, if you are experiencing the jealousy and the stress of the relationship, then your body is going to respond by producing norepinephrine and adrenaline and then cortisol and now we start to see some issues with elevated cortisol maybe we see some binge eating maybe we see some irritability inability to focus then sleep issues start to happen then um, you're tossing and turning because you're worried about maybe what they're up to but if it's not all positive or negative if it is a positive relationship so far you could be tossing and turning because you can't get that special person out of your head you maybe are wondering how they feel about you maybe you've already discovered they feel the same way but don't know when you'll see them next and all of this can be agony whether or not it's positive or negative even that butterflies in your feelings so that anxiety in your stomach that can keep you up at night for some people it may cause them to not want to eat at all because they're just sitting by the phone waiting for this person to call so there's lots of effects and you want to be aware of them because you definitely don't want to make yourself sick and then lastly poor judgment. this is a side effect of love both good and bad we've all I think we've all done something silly maybe even a little dangerous to impress someone we love maybe we acted without thinking or did something that is not in our personality and we wouldn't do so if that sounds familiar you're not alone I think nearly all of us have done something silly in regards to love at one stage When you experience intense love, parts of your brain responsible for helping you detect danger, so that's the amygdala, and make good, reasonable, sensible decisions, so that would be your frontal lobe, they go into temporary hibernation, leaving you lacking some essential skills. So if you decide to confess your love in front of a thousand people at your best friend's birthday party the consequences might be nothing more than a really embarrassing story you'll never hear the end of but still you may lack the skill set to hold off on declaring your love for another quieter time so love makes us do crazy things Um, and there can be some with more serious consequences so try not to do that but otherwise love is very special it is essential to human survival both on the individual level and on the mass level and over the last few months I've been really thinking that um maybe love is the only thing that's going to get us all through this i do not speak too much about my spiritual and faith tendencies too much i'm i'm here to help people with their health and although spirituality does have its place in that i tend to go down more the biohacking aspect of things but love plays an important part and it would be foolish to disregard it as just another silly feeling and not think that it's an important part of your health and your overall life span. So with this very special weekend that's in it, I hope you feel as much love as you can feel this weekend and embrace every moment of it I hope you have a wonderful weekend I hope you enjoyed this podcast and just looking at some of the parts that love plays as always if you would like reference to any studies or anything please do reach out to me I'll be happy to send them and if you know anyone that may benefit from this information please do share with them sharing is caring and caring is part of love and I will speak to you guys very very soon so go and love someone give someone a hug give someone a smile embrace the weekend that's in it have lots of fun and I will chat to you guys soon bye